Breaking news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy sports news update. Huge news in the NFL today. More disgruntled running backs. The story of the offseason. Ezekiel Elliott's reps telling the Dallas Cowboys that the star running back does not intend to play in 2019 without a new contract. This from ESPN's Jacina Anderson today. It's unlikely that Elliott's holdout continues in a regular season, but based on the belief that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones will prioritize finalizing a new contract prior to week one of the regular season, but the 24-year-old tailback wants to top Todd Gurley's position and the $14.38 million that he earns. The Cowboys don't seem willing to meet that demand, and CEO Stephen Jones says the team won't set the market in deals for Elliott, quarterback Dak Prescott, or wideout Amari Cooper in recent statements as well. Elliott currently holding out a camp. He's training in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Other reports indicate that Dallas has extended generous offers to Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott, and Amari Cooper that could see them each be top five paid at their respective positions. So this story is getting pretty interesting. Elliott has two years left on his deal, while Prescott and Cooper each have one year remaining. Former holdout Levio Bell chiming in today, too. He says the Cowboys are going to have to pay up big time to ensure Zeke will play with them. It's not quite legalized betting, but the NFL inching that way. Some good news today on that front. The league flirting with live betting crowd by offering a chance to win. Predict the game for cash prizes starting this Thursday's with week one preseason game between Cleveland and Washington. The Skins announced the partnership with NBC Sports Washington for four pilot projects there. During the game, fans can win $1,000 as well as cash prizes for guessing game and player performance outcomes. Sports betting has been legalized in D.C., but bets have yet to be taken in the nation's capital. Tom Brady and Giselle, they're doing pretty good, putting their Massachusetts home on the market for a whopping $39.5 million. Five bedrooms, seven bathrooms, three-car garage, yoga studio, gym, spa. Hey, what are you going to do? They still got property in New York City and also Greenwich, Connecticut. Brady inked that new extension. His annual salary goes up from 15 to $23 million a year. In the NBA, good news for the Golden State Warriors and their fans. Clay Thompson optimistic about returning to action before the end of 2019 and 20. Thompson had missed no more than nine games in the season before tearing his ACL in game six of the NBA Finals versus the Raptors. Udonis Haslam, old man Haslam, going to re-sign with the Miami Heat for his 17th NBA season. The forward announcing on Instagram today. Live action on the baseball diamond game, one of the double bill, now final. The White Sox beat Detroit 5-3. Dylan Cease takes the win. Norris the loss. Colome with the save for the Tigers. Seattle utility man Tim Beckham has been suspended 80 games without pay for testing positive for a performance-enhancing drug Stanzolol. The NBA and uh, MLB announced today Beckham's suspension will begin immediately. He will serve the first 48 games this year with the remainder carrying into the 2020 season. The 29-year-old said he was unaware. Beckham signed a one-year deal worth $1.75 million in Seattle before uh, not being not tendered an offer from the Baltimore Orioles. He finishes 2019 with 15 homers and 21 doubles in 88 games with a 7.53 OPS, the second highest of his career. Two games at uh, 7.05, Yanks minus 225 against Baltimore, 11. Holder and Wojciechowski, we got a Milwaukee minus 150 at Pittsburgh, 9.5, Anderson and Bro. six games at 7.10. Texas and Cleveland, Indians minus 190, 10.5, Arredo and Plesak. Toronto and Tampa Bay, Rays minus 208.5, Thornton and Kittredge. We got Casey in Boston. They're minus 185. Red Sox, 10.5. Junis and Cashner. We've got lots of games on the board here. Chicago and Detroit, game two. Tigers, minus 120, 10.5. Santiago and Verhagen. LA and Cincy. Reds, minus 45 cents. 10. Suarez and Desclafani. The Red Hot Mets, minus 285 versus Miami. Yamamoto and Wheeler. And all sorts of games there. Late game there. St. Louis and the Dodgers, 10-10 action. 
We got the Dodgers minus 200, eight and a half. It is your total. Mikolas taking on Kershaw in the NHL. An arbitrator awarding St. Louis Blues defenseman Joel Edmondson a one-year $3.1 million deal. And the Minnesota Wild have interviewed Don Waddell. Stick around, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenci, host Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk to Mike Blewett and a whole lot more. If you can bet on it, we'll talk about it. Stick around, everybody. Red Heat and Rage, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage on radio. Fantasy Sports on radio network. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down at the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, live from uh, the Meadowlands. On this uh, Tuesday uh, evening, as you just heard Cam uh, mention, we got a, a full slate of baseball uh, going down here this evening. A lot of big favorites uh, on the card uh, once again uh, tonight. Will there be the uh, the old parlay buster, or will the public parlays uh, cash uh, this evening? The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, you said it, Marantia, and I got to give you the old Barry Horowitz hat on the back. You worried about Tampa Bay and Waggis Pack, a shutout against the, the the Rays. That was absolutely huge. Cleveland can't get it done against Texas. Uh, a couple parlay busters last night, and I would expect the same thing uh, tonight. Hey, man, that's what happens. He's my big favorites. They're going down uh, big time. It looks good on paper, kind of like teasers, and they never work out well. Yeah, it was a little bit frustrating last night because we talked about uh, Savale, and uh, Savale actually pitched very, very yeah. well last night. Where are Cleveland the runs? One nothing. <laughs> one nothing. I know. There's another bad beats last night, bro. Listen, I had I the, uh, the Chicago Cubs and the Oakland Athletics under 10 and a half. It's 2 1 all night. It explodes. Ton of runs late. Uh, gets to 11. I lose the Oakland bet. I lose the total by half a run. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. Same thing with me. A couple uh, things I got in live. The only Red Sox in the over was good, but man, there was a lot of. Uh, you said it, Marenzi. It's like. These games, they're never over till it's over. Bullpens have been bad. They've been a problem in baseball, but I've never seen mid-grade pitching this bad before. Teams pissing away huge leads. It's a, it's on a daily basis. I don't even know what you do with these games, man, because no lead is safe. Uh, what, do you live bet it? You go the other way? I don't know what the hell you do with these games because every single one of them, it seems like teams are coming back from multiple run deficits. It's crazy. Like We've seen this stuff before, but not to this extent. This year's been out of control. No, no, no lead is safe. Uh, we've we've learned this in baseball this year. That that's a fact. No lead is safe. And man, there's a lot of late runs in these games. Yeah, good call. Like even late like runs. affecting totals. You know, like just meaningless late runs, uh, bad bullpens uh, late. Um, it's tricky. Uh, fortunately, football is around the corner. We have a bunch of preseason games on Thursday night. We'll take a look at uh, that. We've got some football news uh, as well. Of course, Antonio Brown um, hasn't practiced uh, in the last week or a couple of weeks or whatever uh, whatever it's been. Um, Gruden was wondering where he is, and of course, he uh, posted a picture of his uh, of his feet, and uh, his feet didn't look too good, uh, Cam. <laughs> no, my my uh, feet are ugly, but those are those blisters. That's tough, Marenzi. I'll tell you, not off to a great start with this Raiders AB relationship as a Bills fan. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise, buddy. I hope so for your sake. Well, it's karma as he screwed over Pittsburgh and then mocked the city of Buffalo and uh, the Buffalo Bills. But they're not blisters. No one really knows officially what they are. But 
Some people believe there's a rumor, and this is um, Sports Illustrated, there's a rumor that Antonio Brown entered a cryptotherapy machine wearing the wrong footwear. And the machine actually burnt his feet, messed his feet up. You know what? That makes a lot of sense, actually, when you think about it. That makes a lot of sense, because would you get blisters from wearing shoes that tight? Like, he's a, he, he should know better than that. That's a good call, Moran. So, you know what? I'm willing to believe something like that. You know, the electrodes there, zzz, zzz, zap, zap, and uh, hey, buddy, you, you don't want to mess with the machine. That's <laughs> that, that's going to be huge. I'm with you. What did he do? He went in there, like, wearing a pair of Crocs or something like that? <laughs> <Wearing> sandals? <laughs> Thinks he's lying in a tanning machine? Cryptotherapy, I'm telling you, man. Good move, yeah, yeah, bad, the bad things are going to happen to uh, Antonio Brown moving forward. Good luck, Oakland, if that is your real name. <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, Game Time Decisions. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Networks, everything else uh, in between. We appreciate uh, you joining us. I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook uh, Meadowlands uh, Racetrack and, of course, MetLife uh, Stadium where the Giants and Jets uh, will play on Thursday night. It's both their uh, their first preseason games of the year. We were just talking about Antonio Brown, who's been absent uh, from practice uh, with the Raiders. And... Um, there's uh, a lot of question as to what's uh, going on with his foot and his feet. And we were just saying um, some people think there's a rumor, actually, that, you know, he went in one of those uh, chamber things, cryptotherapy uh, chambers, and he didn't wear the proper uh, footwear. And it uh, messed his, uh, it, burnt, uh, it burnt his feet. And um, as we were saying, I think this is just the start of one weird story after another with Antonio Brown, just wait till the season starts. And, you know, it's amazing how some of these things are so predictable in a similar fashion to the Cleveland Browns demise and meltdown in which they haven't played a game yet. And Freddie Kitchens is already losing it and threatening to fire people. I Yeah, I brought this up during the mini camp. It was like the mini camp or the mini camp type thing. It was like a couple of days after the draft. And he was very combative with the media. He was defensive. He was combative. And if you remember, I said at the time, I was like, bro, you're going to make your life pretty difficult if if that's how you want to operate. And he seems to just, you know, you know, he acts, he acts like Bruce Arians. You know, like he sort of confronts, you know, he confronts them. He challenges the media. He's very, you know, like he's like he's done something before. Yeah. He wants to pick like, a fight bro, with them. Just let yeah, them like, do their thing. You've never been a coach before. You're a nobody. The only reason you're the coach is because Baker Mayfield likes you. Yet you're just in full jerk mode all the time with everybody now. And now he's freaking out and he's threatening, you know, they'll fire or they'll cut anybody that anonymously speaks 
uh, to the media, and I'm thinking that old Coach Fred doesn't seem to understand what anonymous means, Cam, because <laughs> anonymous leaks are anonymous. So I don't really see how you're going to be cutting or firing people. Yeah, excellent point. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, get, get the guy to rat you out, whoever said what it is. You said it, man. This is a new coach situation. This is a team that's already, you know, it, it, with the books favored over Pittsburgh. They already think they're, you know what I mean, that they're going to be so much better. And I, I'm with you, Gabe. I really don't like uh, the way Kitchens has handled himself at all. He's very combative. He's picking fights with people. On the other hand, you know, when you talked about Cliff Kingsbury, and I don't agree with some of the other things, though, but he's been very chill. And I think that's the way you have to approach the modern-day athlete. This old-school type of stuff where you're just, you know, picking fights with people, it doesn't really work. And, and people are going to tune you out. And you said it. We haven't even started a regular season game. This is, this is, this is the start of something. What happens if they lose coming out of the gate? They have a bad loss. Uh, you know, they go on a losing streak. This team hasn't done jack shit yet, and he's already freaking out. Like, it's not a good, it's not a good look. No, not to mention, too, as you stated, there's a lot of volatile uh, personalities. There's a lot of volatile personalities, Cam, that are inside uh, that Cleveland Brown uh, locker yep. room. And even if they're winning, there's going to be a lot of managing that he's going to have to do uh, along the way. And I don't, I don't know if he's, he's cut out to do this. I also think, basically, now we talked about the story earlier in the week, right, in which the uh, one of the former assistants of the Browns that was there, and he's no longer there. He, you know, he was older, and uh, he had surgery late in the season last year, and they fired him when he had surgery. And he woke up out of surgery, and his daughter told him, yeah, yeah, the Browns just fired you, and they put his stuff in a storage uh, space. So they basically even told him, you're not welcome back uh, on the facility here. Said no one ever talked to him. So he does have an axe to grind a little bit. And he was the one that stated that that Greg Williams should have been the coach, that Greg Williams and Ken Zampezi were the ones that really were responsible for the Browns' turnaround uh, last year. But basically, Dorsey wants a yes man as a coach. And that's why he did not want, um, he didn't want Greg Williams. And he said Freddie Kitchens is a yes man to Dorsey. And then he said, and the only reason Freddie is there is because Baker Mayfield likes him. But he said he can't coach. So, <laughs> yeah. and those were his words. He goes, you know, he's never been a coach. He can't really coach. He said Zampezi did all the coaching with Baker Mayfield. But he said Baker likes Freddie. And that's why he's the coach, because they want yes men and they want to keep Baker Mayfield happy. So that will trickle down to the rest of the room. And... And it clearly hit a nerve with Kitchens because this is when he freaked out and he starts talking about leaks and stuff. But this isn't a leak coach. This is a disgruntled employee that's no longer there. He can say whatever the hell he wants to say. Yeah, damn right he can. That's a low move, too. Like, you know what I mean? Not even like, you know, you go, you go into I don't care if the guy say say you had a disagreement with him, Gabe. You're not going to go into surgery and while the guy's there and go, OK, well, now that he's under the knife. We're going to get rid of his stuff, put it in a storage locker. Like, that's that, that's a little bit too rich. You know what? And you talk about karma. You, you mentioned that with Antonio Brown off the top. Well, I could say that's a karma play as well, uh, you know, with, with Cleveland in this. You don't you do not do that to people. I, I, I think this thing's going to be a train wreck. I'm with you. You got Hunt. You already have Baker Mayfield calling out Duke Jackson earlier. Uh, I think that was a weak move for a guy that's been in the league a long time and very loyal during the Browns when they were the obviously the worst team in the National Football League. Beckham, he never stops chirping about, oh, New York and this, and, oh, yeah, 
it's just there's too many hotheads on that team, and it's not it's not going to go well. You you need some calmer people there. They got a lot of A type personality guys, and if something goes wrong, you know what's going to happen, Brancy. Big explosion. Yeah, there are a lot of um, volatile personalities on that football team uh, right now. And listen, it starts with the coach. He's pretty yeah. volatile, which isn't good. Sure is. If if you have a bunch of emotional players like Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, you need a calm and cool and collected coach. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Not a rattled coach and an angry coach. Um, you know, listen, I can't wait to to see it uh, play out. They open up against um, the Tennessee Titans, and. Yeah. I saw. I see right now that uh, Titans is trending on Twitter. So I actually thought, oh, what's going on, uh, people? Uh, I thought, I thought actually that people were talking about Jalen Ramsey saying that he would play for the Titans, <laughs> <laughs> which I want to get to. I don't know if you saw this. So this very strange of Jalen Ramsey for a guy that talks so much smack and stuff. I imagine that he would be mad if one of the players on his team said that he would like to play for the Tennessee Titans. As Jalen Ramsey said, there's only two teams in the NFL that he would play for if he wasn't on the Jags. So he didn't say, I want to leave the Jags. But he said, there's only two teams I would play for. And he said, the Tennessee Titans or the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And his reasoning was, there's no no income tax. Excellent, yeah. There's no Great state point. tax. So, Amazing. But it pretty much spells out that Jalen Ramsey and like a lot of other players are really more interested in the no state tax thing than they are the winning thing. Because he didn't say, oh, I want to play for a winning team. He didn't say, oh, you know, oh, it'd be great to play for this team or that team. He said Tennessee or or the Raiders. And he was asked why. And he said, because of the tax. And he goes, that's why. that's not a good look this guy's crazy too like Taylor Ramsey's a great player but he's the same guy you know he gets a bad Madden Madden ranking and he freaks out on people it's like dude just relax a little bit man like you're you're a talented guy but uh you said it in the NFL and this is the the thing that's going on even with uh, Zeke Elliott Gabe like off the top with his contract now you know threatening oh I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna you know what it's just it's unbelievable to me um you know when athletes making that kind of money how you can kind of basically you know have some real real strong stance when we're talking about in the whole scope of how many millions and millions and millions you're going to get but it's a personal thing right i'm better than todd Gurley. i gotta get paid more than him so deal with it and it's not like the cowboys have said oh we're gonna make you broke the story came out today that they're saying top five quarterback top five with cooper prescott and him and they said, hey, man, we're not going to set the market right now. They can't give they can't give all of these guys that type of pay. Somebody's going to have to get less, game. Yeah, between the, the, the three of them, you figure it would be a little bit of a, uh, a compromise. Uh, but they also see Jerry Jones making $365 million a year off yeah. the team. <laughs> yep. Bring up good... 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. NFL preseason is here. Season-long fantasy drafts are in full swing, and Roto experts have you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best Matt-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam Stewart. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down to FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. Um, waiting on Mike Blewett, uh, who should be uh, mm-hmm. joining us um, this afternoon. Uh, but uh, Yang uh, can handle that. Speaking of Antonio Brown, I guess uh, just Hard Knocks uh, debuts uh, tonight. Yeah. And um, Antonio Brown is featured in Hard Knocks. And in tonight's episode, Antonio Brown has to explain to his kids why he no longer plays with the Steelers <laughs> and Big Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's amazing. Because That's that amazing. is a big spoiled jerk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, the crazy thing is, too, Gabe, we talk about money. It's just one of those things. And, you know, Tom Brady, he gets his extension. And, you know, yeah, but everything about him, he still gets paid. But you think about the team and other guys scrounging, scrounging, scrounging. And then you look at him and go, okay, well, you know, he's willing to deal with this. I can work out my contract here. You still get the bang, Giselle. You're still loaded. House out for sale. And, you know, and he's taking a contract that at the end of the year will be voided, too, and renegotiate another one. See, that's it's one of those things that I hate the Patriots, but man, I gotta respect like everything. Like it's amazing. You have a player on a team like that. It's about it's about the team. It's about winning. Everything is number one. Where you're looking at other guys talking about yeah, state taxes and such. Well, that's the one reason they're winning Super Bowls every damn year. You're right. I I can't disagree with that. It's it's a um, different attitude. But but and always I'll always play devil's advocate, but, Ken. But and but, this was Doc. This was Doc Prescott actually. Because Dak Prescott was asked about this, about taking a little less, you know, for for the sake of the team uh, type of deal. And Tom Brady was asked about to to Dak Prescott. They said, well, just what you said, Tom Brady does it. And Dak Prescott had a very good point. He said, uh, no other quarterback in the NFL, including myself, is married to a supermodel worth $350 million. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Good answer. I think I think we got yeah. blew it on the line, Gabe. I think we got yeah, blew it, but no, it's Pretty a good bad. point. Giselle yeah, makes more than him, actually, but Dak Prescott. He's made, he's no, you're right. Money. No, he's Pretty made enough money to he could do it. No, what Gabe? But the thing is, he could do anything he wanted. He has the power. They won the Super Bowl. He could be a dick about it. Oh, I want to be the highest paid. I want that. But he understands he's got a pretty good life, right? So he thinks about the team. But no, I get it. I get what Prescott's saying. But I'm just saying. You know, yeah, uh, you're right. Nobody has a spouse that brings in a hefty haul like that. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Mike Blewett joins us. 
<laughs> hey, Mike. Yep. It, it's not just to me about Giselle bringing in a lot of money and they're listing their home for 39 and a half million bucks. Obviously a story came out today yeah. listing their Brookline, Massachusetts home. I used to live in Brookline. I certainly didn't live in a 39 and a half million dollar home, <laughs> but sure. There's also, I've always thought, and Gabe, I think you and I have talked about this specifically on different shows. You can't tell me that Tom Brady's not going to get every dime back from the pay cuts that he took while he was a player, whether it's being cut in on Patriot Place, whether it's a handshake to be a special advisor for the rest of his life, he's not taking a dime less, and he can make way more money off the field through deals with Robert Kraft. And I'm not saying it's anything particularly shady about it. Oh, I do. It's a business arrangement. (laughs) No, let's be real. It is a wink-wink shady, but you're right. And – in the same way, I just way, don't have any proof that that's the case, but everybody seems to think that's, that's the true. case, and it makes perfectly logical yeah. sense. In the same way that uh, Ranieri raised a good point about about Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, if you play your cards right, you're a cowboy for life, and you know what I mean. You're in for life, and you're going to make money off your organization uh, for life. It's a good point. Remember Michael Jordan at the end. Um, there was no salary cap and stuff. Jordan got like $48 million or something once. Kobe it was basically, Yeah. Yep. Uh, Patrick Ewing got a massive like contract last year on the way Kobe out. Kobe took sort of, every dime. Yeah. Kobe it was the wink, every wink. Dime. Yeah. Wink, wink. Thanks. Thanks. And it's not, and that's one solely for past performance, not future performance. But listen, right. you took it for the team for us for the last eight, 10 years. We're going to bite the bullet. Here's $52 million for the year, <laughs> right? It's one yeah. of those type yeah, of yeah. deals. Um, but, you know, it, as far as Zeke Elliott is concerned, there's a lot of, you know, it's almost becoming a little bit like the Kawhi stuff in that there's people saying two completely different things. I saw a report today, guys, that says that uh, Zeke Elliott does not want to miss any games. And is actually itching to get back into camp and get this uh, done. And I've heard other reports that he's in for the long haul and he's willing to miss games. Now, I don't know which one is true, but I believe that he's going to crack. And it starts tomorrow. It was August 7th. Um, So that's tomorrow. That's when the $40,000 a day cam kicks in. So, bro, not only are you holding out, Now you owe Jerry Jones $40,000 a day. Yep. <laughs> How long is that going to go on for before you realize, I can't do this for two years? <laughs> One year, maybe I could get away with this. I'm not going to do that. I can't get away with this for two years. And, Mike, I brought this up this morning. Jerry Jones going to call his bluff, bro. As much as Jerry Jones wants to win a Super Bowl and love the Cowboys, men like Jerry Jones don't become men like Jerry Jones by getting pushed around and rolling over. And He's not going to get pushed down around and rolling over. He believes it, and we brought it up. Hell, he could trade for Melvin Gordon if he wanted to, and he'll pay mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't mess yeah. with Jerry Jones if I was Zeke Elliott too much. You got two years left. Jerry Jones has never screwed any of his players around before. He's mm-hmm. paid everybody all the time. He's the best owner in the league. Zeke, you've been a jerk off. You brought it up, Cam. You're a yeah. troublemaker. He's had your back. He, he would pay you next year. You're, you're doing this you're a right, year Gabe. early. You're, you're doing right. this a year early, and he's not going to bend over for you, Zeke. I say Zeke cracks because Jerry won't. 
But I will say this: out of the three guys, the fifth-year option guys is nine is over nine million bucks. Yep, he's going to get nine million next year. Well, Mike, I got to tell you, out of the three guys, somebody's not going to get full market value, and in my opinion. Like, when I look at it, I think Zeke Elliott is one of the best running backs in the league. What Mari Cooper did for Dallas, it's got to be Prescott. Prescott's okay. He's an okay quarterback. He's nothing, he's nothing special. He's so hit and miss. He runs hot and cold. When he's on fire, when you're watching him rush, you're like, oh, my God, look at this guy. And some days, wide open receivers. Me and Kurtz talk about it all the time. Can't even get it there. It's like he's the, he's the epitome of inconsistency. He was much better you know, once Amari Cooper got there. That's true. That's true. But, Gabe. With, the, with these guys, can they go top five, top five, top five? You have three guys that need to get no. paid, right? They just paid Demarcus it's... Lawrence. They can't do it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Someone, who's going to be the guy? I, I got to believe Prescott's going to get less. Here's the reality. Here's the reality with Dak. It's patently ridiculous that the next guy up at the quarterback position just automatically rolls to the top yeah. of the list. I understand right. that that is the way very often the market bears. But they have to come to a situation, the Cowboys and the agent, to get to a point where you say, look, Dak has not played like the best quarterback in the league. Realistically, and they wouldn't say this, we're going to overpay him for what his actual value is. But I can't pay him more than Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. It's insane. They're MVP. I, I understand that. One of them won the Super Bowl. He just has to get to a point, Gabe. He's going to be getting paid $25 million a year or more. I get there it. has to be some middle ground. Well, Dak Prescott, and uh, representing Dak, I would bring up the fact that, yeah, all right, who went 13-3 and three or 14-2 and two three years ago? Um, there, was a, there was an off year, and once you got him a target, besides Terrence freaking Williams and Des Bryant, he went 7-2 and two down the stretch, led the National Football League in third-down conversions. And, um, you know, listen, he doesn't throw the ball, that whole knack about him not throwing the ball 20 yards or more downfield. I think a lot of that had to do with the, the, the talent and the Scott Linehan offense. I mean, let's be real. Yep. Scott Linehan might have been the worst offensive coordinator in football. All right. Yeah, Schottenheimer was Seattle's up there. He was brutal. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, that I'll, playoff game proves my I'll, point. No, I'll give you that. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll, <laughs> Thank I'll give you, you that. Gabe. No, that was the yeah, worst yeah, yeah, yeah. play calling ever than that Seattle. Yeah, he's worse. It was he's worse awful. than that. Yeah, he's worse. He's worse. It was a train wreck. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I think Dak is good, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, you can't pay everybody, but the thing is, the Cowboys players, none of them are going to take a pay cut. Amari Cooper ain't taking a pay cut. Uh, Dak Prescott's already stated, I'm not doing any home count discount. I'm not married to a supermodel. This is how all this started. Zeke Elliott is the one that has to bite the bullet for a couple of years, to be honest. And you know what? And also, That'll be fun. If you're the Cowboys, also locker room. Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper also don't get arrested and don't aren't controversial every three weeks. I agree. Right? There has to be some sort of a hey, we're not going to bend over for this guy that's like a walking head case that gets suspended all the time, right? Neither and of the what, running backs are in a good Prescott, negotiating position. Neither of them. Dak Prescott yeah. has been a model citizen. Say what you will. He's been a great representative for the Dallas Cowboys. And if you're going to run, you better know where you're going to run too. You want to get rid of Dak Prescott? Who's the quarterback of the Cowboys now? It's a good point, Gabe. And every time another superstar screws up, they just call they call Dak Prescott to do yogurt commercials. He's the representative yeah. Dan and yogurt now. Great exactly. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cam Newton, we don't want you anymore. Dak Prescott, 
eat some Bannon. Okay. Well, whatever you say, I, Alice. And I, under, I understand. I understand. Dak and his team would say it isn't my problem, but you could come back to him and say, "Well, you're going to be throwing the ball to Michael Gallup, Randall Cobb, and Cedric Wilson for the foreseeable future if we don't at least try to slot <laughs> some money in for Amari." I said it before, and I'll say it again: salary cap for Cobb. Why should Jerry Jones make three hundred sixty-five million dollars a year? But oh, I'm sorry, I can't pay you guys more. I would, but I can't. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Nice pick. That was me. Oh, St. Louis is a dog. Yeah, waka, 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 waka. Yeah, bye-bye. Waka, blows. He's terrible. He, he is terrible. That Gosling guy, he pitched his ass off, too. Guy, guy's uh, best yeah, performance did. ever. Baseball's unreal, man. Like, the wrong parlay partner. Like, the Reds, we love them, Gabe. It's just there's always something going on. Like, every night tonight, some team will screw you. The West Coast is where it really got me, Cam. They, oh, I yeah, went lighter I on them, but. Yep. I never bet against the Dodgers. I'm a Dodger fan, but I I, I believe my, it to him. Like, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take responsibility. That's my problem. I the Cardinals always beat them. Arizona sucked last night. Game stayed under the by over a run. That game. I said the and um, I lost by a total uh, in a run and again by that Oakland game. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, San Francisco sucked last night too. Basically, oh, yeah. all you need to do is bet on the Mets. That's that's the team to ride. Uh, right now, you love the Mets now. Oh, they've been well, great. I've been, yeah, and uh, I've been saying it. All, I've been yeah, saying it all year, Mike. Uh, Mickey Calloway, clearly the manager of the year, uh, has been doing a great job all year. Uh, Brody Van Wagner might be the executive. He was fired of, of forty-five the, days ago. Oh, yeah. He was fired. Yeah, but it's amazing what good pitching can do to make the manager look smarter. No kidding. <laughs> and now Calloway is all two-year-old. It fixed your pitching staff. Yeah, and everyone laughed at that. What, Phil Regan? Everyone laughed at I that, know. Mike. Yep. Old man Regan's they getting did. it done. Who, who's laughing? <laughs> they did. They were like, they fired you. Fired your pitching coach for to hire an 82-year-old oh. man? The guy oh, has yeah. it like coach, coach of the year. Like, <laughs> I wanted to get your guys' uh, opinion, too. Uh, the story that I read during the update, kind of an interesting one, Gabe. The Washington Redskins are bringing back uh, kind of like gambling. And remember when we used to have those games, QB1, like predict the outcome? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, doing yeah, the same yeah. type of thing, right? People get $1,000 cash, second place prizes, stuff. Hey, at least it's uh, getting closer to sports gambling. So they're, they're, they're starting to embrace it a little bit. That's a, a positive sign. So, you know, they're not in the dark ages anymore, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Interesting I think that's story, good. Cam. 
an interesting story, but we were talking about the New York Mets. <laughs> What's that? No, no, but I know, we know about the Mets. The Mets are hot. Like, there's no other story about it. Just keep on riding them, Gabe. I don't know what else to <laughs> it's tell just you. Kind of, you hear, you hear him say, Mike, we were kind of like kind of talking about baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's comes out of left field here. Throw, he's throwing cold water on old man Regan. What's what happened? Yeah, I like yeah, Regan. yeah. We're talking, hey, talking to alone. I told you, Cam's not big on the follow-up question, Mike. <laughs> like, no, no, he can have okay. he can have like Charles Manson. He can have like Charles Manson <laughs> interviewing. Like, after all these years, Manson will say, "You want to know why I really did it?" And Cam will be like. What do you think of the Braves game tonight at 10 o'clock? <laughs> yeah. 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 What's up with Soroka? What happened to Soroka last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sano. Sano's hot, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. So the New York uh, Mets, uh, they yeah. take the two last night. Real special, though. Alonzo goes deep. And it was one thing that we said, actually, Mike, during the game, during the show last night in game live. We said, I said, the Mets have power. And I said, the one thing, these young hitters and these young guys, they're going to need to learn to become leaders on the team. And it's nice, this Pete Alonzo, it's hard not to like this guy. Oh, he yeah, hits the whole course. And he comes up there with the curtain call. You know, Conforto's into this. Marcus, Marcus Stroman, the, the Met players are talking about the energy that he's brought to the dugout now uh, already. It really is contagious, and you can just feel it. You can just feel it in, in the air, so to speak, with the fans and the atmosphere down there right now. And I'm telling you, and I said this, and I was the only damn one to say it, this is the Brooklyn Nets all over again. It started off with that win on a Friday night in early December against the Toronto Raptors. These guys were going nowhere, man. They were on a seven-game losing streak. Everybody was hurt. They were terrible. We went to the game, me, Corey, and Riggs. You buy tickets to one game, they give you tickets to three games, Cam. We're all drunk. Like, get to another deal. game. Come back. All right, all right. I guess so. Next thing you know, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh God, I got Phoenix Suns tickets and Wizards. They gave us crappy tickets, obviously, against bad teams. Yeah, they're giving them away. <laughs> but, you got to expect Suns that. and Wizards. Jeez. Free though. Free. Hey, free's good. Free's good. So, I'm just stating, they were terrible, man. They were going nowhere, but they beat the Raptors. They beat the Knicks the next night, and then it just sort of started, man. They were like 14-3 and three in a 17-game run. Dude, I remember, Mike, I remember Ian Eagle saying, this is the first time in six years the Nets have won back-to-back road games, <laughs> like type thing. Yeah. And, and look at now. Now they're sold-out season tickets. They have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and they're the hottest basketball yep. team in the city uh, right now. The Miracle Mets, I'm telling you, they were 10 games back on August 14th. Uh, in 1969, they came back. They ended up winning the World Series. It's the 50th anniversary. They've cut the lead four games in one week. Uh, I say bring it on, and people say, oh, look at the teams they're playing. Yeah, whatever. They're trying to catch the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals are playing the Dodgers. They're going to lose again tonight to the Dodgers. Mets are going to game another game tonight. By the way, when the hell call- do you want them to come back? We're not when they're playing the Dodgers. they they got to beat these teams, and they're doing it. Exactly. Yeah, and another thing is, take a look at the Phillies' rotation. It sticks. Other than Nola, come on. They're, this team's losing they're their weight the pressure. And Washington, really I'll tell you something, guys. Washington will let you down. Strasburg gave up eight earned his last start. Steven Strasburg got rocked. I'm telling you, I know uh, the Mets can smell blood in the water right now. They're like sharks. They smell it. And the thing is, if you're Philadelphia, yeah, you're talented and stuff, but you got a bunch of psychotic fans, and it'll turn on you in a heartbeat. They'll boo you. You're going to feel the pressure. 
the, the Phillies have one of the highest payrolls in the league. The Mets aren't under pressure. They used to be under pressure when they were crap, but suddenly they're like the they're they're lovable and stuff now, and they're like the the underdog somehow. Somehow, Will Pond's become the underdog, Mike, <laughs> right here. So like it. yeah, it's amazing what a week uh, can do. They're not under pressure. I think Milwaukee are going in the wrong direction, even though I do think they're going to win the game tonight. I do like the Brewers uh, tonight, but I'm all in on the Mets. And right now, FanDuel reposted this. It was 240 last night. Lost 20 cents on this game. What is it, 280? 20 right now. The Mets, on my book, the Mets are minus 285. They got Zach Wheeler going. You see who's pitching for Miami? Noosi. This guy used to be like a six-starter fill-in guy for the Mariners. Not even in baseball. He used to lose out of baseball. Brutal. That's wow. a plus 220 to make the playoffs, to be the wild card team. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. We should have got on that earlier. Well, they didn't have odds earlier. Yesterday it was plus 240, and it went down 20 cents after uh, yesterday. So they win again tonight. They gain a game or whatever. Tomorrow it'll probably be plus 200. Look, the Cardinals are plus 200 right now. The Nationals are minus 140. We know the Mets aren't winning the division. They're not catching the Braves, so. And you mentioned mentioned the Nats, Gabe, too. An interesting dynamic with the Nats. Obviously, they remade the whole bullpen. They made several moves in order to try and rebuild it. But they're a team that's scuffling along. They obviously played a lot better after a a terrible start where they thought they were going to fire the front office and the manager. They got themselves back into it. But they're still dealing with a dynamic in which their best positional player, Anthony Rendon, doesn't have a contract. They didn't lock him up. Steven Strasburg is thought to possibly opt out. It's a lot more money owed to him, but he may possibly opt out for a longer deal and perhaps a higher average annual in these first three years of the deal. They, they backloaded it with a $45 million payment when he's 34. So this may be their last shot again. And they just watched Bryce walk. Now they have Anthony Rendon, who's thought to be the heart and soul of the team. He may walk. I just wonder if a team like that just sort of gets distracted by that down the stretch. Um, we've got uh, Jason in Wisconsin that wants to say hi to Mike Blewett. Uh, What's up, Jason? I'm here. Jason. I'm here, Gabe. How are you, Smarinci? How are you? How you doing today, Jason? You all right? Good. Yeah, I'm great. I heard you say, so I heard you say, yeah, off the air. He said, yeah, Jason, nice guy, but, you know, drunk, which is, uh, has, been, has been primarily true on a lot of occasions, but uh, not today. Yeah, you so sound like drunk. Yeah, what's you up, sound, buddy? Uh, you you sound, work, uh, Gabe, I, you sound, you sound a little bit more clear and alert today. <laughs> yeah, well, that, 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 that shows you how accurate you are about judging somebody because I'm out of my mind right now. But anyway, so, um, Mr. Blewett. <laughs> yes, Mr. Blewett. No, um, I've been listening uh, long enough uh, with Corey. And uh, shout out to uh, Scotty. Uh, 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 shame on me. Anyway. Um, Scott Engel. Scotty Engel. Shame on me. You know, drink another one, Jason. Yeah, Scotty Engel. Anyway, shout out to Scotty Engel. That's great that with the Kiss song. But no, Mr. Blewett. I've been listening so long, and I know when your daughter broke her arm and it affected your work schedule. Remember that? It did. Well, it was her leg, but I appreciate you remembering that. She, she did have a, yeah. an injury. That's all right. Close <laughs> enough. You remembered it. It, it, was, it, was, it was, was a awesome. big deal, yeah. And I know you're, yes. I know you're yeah. a, huge, a huge Steelers fan, right? I am. I am. Uh, exactly. exactly. Maybe, maybe not as big as I used to be, but I still am one. 
you, you, you can't change over like Corey Parson did, you know, with the. No, you know, I can't. No, I'm not going to do that. Them. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm not going to become a Warriors fan because they won. No. Yeah, no, Joe. Mike's has some heavy connections, though. Look, he was just saying he lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah, he lived in the same neighborhood as Tom Brady. Like the executives of the Philadelphia 76ers and stuff, too. I didn't know I was talking I had... to somebody so fancy. I, I thought I was yeah, yeah. me, me, me <laughs> and Cam's level. I didn't know I didn't know Blue yeah, was exactly. a fancy guy. So no, check it out. Uh, you could give me you could give me you could give me uh you give me Mike Blewett, Gabe Morenci, Cam Stewart, and uh a Joe Galena. And uh, George Kurtz, yeah, he's a grumpy he's a grumpy son of a gun, that's fine. Uh, you, and, uh, <laughs> he and, knows uh, it though. So give me give me some give me some Greg Sussman and some uh some uh, Frankie and I'll tell you what, that's all you need. That's all you need for the whole FNTSNY network. I mean, Joe, Joe the fish. It. Thanks, buddy. Joe, Joe, Joe the no, fish. no, no, Mike, blow it, blow it, blow it. Let me you with, dude. You, you are, you are the, you are the, you are the shit, as they say. What the blah, they say stuff on here, but yeah. Uh, you are his. Thanks, you, buddy. You are it, blow it. All right. Anyway, what's up, Dave? Hey, Dave. Just remember, I'm your number one fan. I appreciate I'm your that. Number one. I'm your, I'm your number one fan. Thanks. That's right. I'm your number one fan. Thank you very much. Misery. Be careful. Your birthday's August 10th. I'm your number one fan. Yes, it is. Yes. That is correct. Happy birthday. Hey, you know what? I'm going to hang up the phone now and go take my dog a walk. Take my dog a walk. Take my dog for a walk in the woods and think about Gabe playing goalie back in 1986. I'm your number one fan, Gabe. All right, Jason. All right, yeah. I'll think about shooting, think about shooting those pads, smoking a Marlboro after a game. See you later, game. Hey, Blue, shout out. You the man. Thanks, Yo, buddy. Yang. Appreciate it. Like, you understand? Like, yeah. And also, Yang, you know, when you put people on hold, they're not supposed to hear, like, yeah. us talking. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we just said Jason Yang. drinks too much, and now you sold yeah. us out. There we go. No, that's, oh, I admit that's it, I just how the thing is, man. Too. We got to work on the no. soundboard there. No. but. He's the number one fan. Hey, Good Carpenter never blames his tool, Yang. Pot down. Like, that's Pot not down. how it is, Yang. Like, I don't like you. You like, Don't give us some long Good. answer about it. I was working the board, fellas. And, oh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love Yang this week. He helped me out a lot this week. But, yeah, yeah the pot's going to go down. In, that's why I threw in he's a nice guy. I had a weird feeling about that after. <laughs> this exact thing happened yeah. to me with a, a different caller. So yeah, and we call I, a guy a piss. Not say anything. Oh, piss thing. Whatever. All right. Shout out to Jason. He was very nice here. Yeah, there you right, had good uh, nice things to say. When we come back, we will give Blue it the last uh, the last uh, platform here to see if uh, Tony Brown hurt his feet in cryptotherapy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decisions for Red Heat and Rage on radio. MSC Sports Radio Network. We're kicking it here at the FanDuel 
uh, Sports Pump Cup Meadowlands. Uh, Mike blew it with us just for a couple of more minutes. And, uh, Mike, listen, we don't know. Uh, we, we can't confirm it. But there's a rumor that Antonio Brown, and you saw the picture of his feet, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, people are wondering what, what's wrong with his feet, including the Raiders. And it's this mystery, and they're going to see a specialist and all this other type of stuff. There's a rumor that basically he went in a cryptotherapy chamber, one of those like ice sort of uh, chambers. Cryotherapy, yeah, 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 yeah. Cryptotherapy, crypto coin, yeah, yeah, yeah. cryo and um, <laughs> and uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, he went to Bitcoin box. Bitcoin tub. Bitcoin box. Yeah, yeah, he went to Bitcoin tub, and that uh, he burnt his feet. Um, in this because he wasn't wearing the proper footwear, and that's what happened to his feet. I believe it. That's believable. I don't know that that happened, but it's believable to me. I, I've seen I, like little vignettes on players that use those things. I, I don't ever remember it being an important thing that you had to wear socks. You have to wear like socks and gloves. Like your skin is exposed to the rest of your skin is exposed to it, right? It's not like you're wearing a full body suit. That's the only thing. Uh, blisters. When you look at the feet pictures, Mike, and we, it doesn't take uh, you know Dateline here. That's not blisters. Don't look like that. It's I, I, I'm I'm believing these no, reports. Yeah, it's like the entire layer of skin is burnt off of his mm-hmm. foot. I don't know. Not good. It sounds believable. I just don't know that. Wouldn't that have happened to somebody before? Wouldn't some other idiot eh, athlete no, have done this no. before? It sounds like Antonio just, Brown's the only guy who doesn't uh, read the instructions. He is a trailblazer. <laughs> he is a trailblazer in many ways. Yeah. No, I believe that there's something. It's a lot of things like happen to me that like you figured nah that can't happen but no no they do it could happen. i think yeah, i think that antonio brown cam is the type of guy that this could happen to even though we've never maybe heard he put, you know what maybe he tried to put like some like other like chemicals and stuff in it and screwed it up too that i wouldn't pass put it past him <laughs> mike blow it thank you mike have a good one mike. Up, guys yeah talk to you soon decisions hey thanks for downloading the podcast and remember if you want to listen live download the iHeartRadio app download the TuneIn app and just search for fantasy sports radio network and you can listen to this program live also if you want to watch the video of this podcast check us out on youtube on twitch or on periscope and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Everybody up camp through the Fantasy Sports News Update. Hey, running backs in the struggle. And a lot of that this year, Ezekiel Elliott's reps telling the Dallas Cowboys that the star running back does not intend to play in 2019 without a new contract in place. This from ESPN's Jacina Anderson today. We heard a lot of different reports on this one, but it is unlikely that Elliott uh, holdout continues into the regular season based on the belief that the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, will prioritize finalizing a new contract prior to week one of the regular season. But the 24-year-old tailback, uh, tailback wants a top salary like Todd Gurley's position. He makes $14.38 million a year. The Cowboys don't seem willing to that demand, and CEO Stephen Jones said his team won't set the market in deals for Elliott, quarterback Dak Prescott, and wide out Amari Cooper. They're all waiting on more money. Elliott currently in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico training. 
Other reports indicate today that Dallas has given generous offers to all three guys, Elliott, Prescott, and Cooper, that would see them each be paid at the top five in their respective positions. Elliott has two years left on his deal, while Prescott and Cooper each have one year remaining. Former holdout Le'Veon Bell says the Cowboys are going to have to open up the wallets and pay the man. It's not uh, quite legalized sports betting, but good news where the NFL is inching its way towards that. The league flirting with a live betting crowd by offering a chance to predict the game for cash prizes starting this week's Thursday nighter between Cleveland and Washington. The Skins announced the partnership with NBC Sports Washington for four pilot predictions and game telecasts. During the game, fans can win 1000 bucks cash prizes for guessing game and player performance outcomes and props. Sports better has been legalized in D.C., but bets have not been taken in the nation's capitals just yet. Tom Brady and Giselle putting their place uh, on the market in Massachusetts, $39.5 million. Five bedrooms, seven baths, three-car garage, gym, spa, yoga studio. They still got other properties in New York City and looking for more in Greenwich, Connecticut. Brady inked that deal. He's going to make $23 million up from $15 million a year. This just in, the Dallas Mavericks assigned second-round pick Isaiah Roby today, the 45th overall, signing a four-year $6.7 million deal. Good news for the Warriors and their fans. Star Clay Thompson optimistic about returning to action before the end of the 2019-20 season. Thompson has uh, missed no more than nine games a season before tearing his ACL in Game 7 of the NBA Finals versus the Toronto Raptors. Udonis Haslam, the grandfather of the NBA, he's going to re-sign with the Miami Heat for a 17th NBA season. Unbelievable stuff. The forward announcing this on Instagram today. Live action from the baseball diamond today. We got one final in. Game one of the double dip. The Chicago White Sox beat the Detroit Tigers 5-3 the final. Dylan Cease, the rookie, gets the win. Norris takes the loss for the Tigers. And Colome, another save for Detroit, number 22. Seattle utility man, Tim Beckham, has been suspended 80 games without pay after positive. Testing positive for the performance-enhancing drug stands and all. MLB announced this today. Beckham's suspension will begin immediately. He's going to serve the first 48 games this year with the remainder carrying over into the 2020 season. The 29-year-old Beckham says he was unaware. He signed a one-year deal worth 1.175 in Seattle after being non-tendered from the Baltimore Orioles. Not a bad season, too. He finishes 2019 with 15 dingers and 21 doubles in 88 games with a 7.53 OPS, the second highest number of his career. Some sad news. The Texas Rangers investigating a potential act of racism. A Hispanic family was harassed in their seats at Globe Life Park on a Saturday game, and they're going to be looking further into this incident where a guy was all over the family the whole night and making their lives miserable. So we'll stay on top of this story. Pitching matchups for tonight. Yankees minus 225 at Baltimore, 11. Holder and Wojciechowski. Milwaukee, 50 cents at Pittsburgh. Anderson and Bro, 9.5, 6 at 7, 10. We got Texas and Cleveland. Indians, a buck 90. Haredo and Plesak. Toronto at Tampa Bay. Rays minus 200. Thornton and Kittridge. Big win for the Jays. Eight and a half is your total. They won last night as big dogs. Kansas City and Boston. They got to keep on winning. Bo Sox minus 185 tonight. Junis versus Kashner. Ten and a half. Chicago and Detroit. The Tigers laying 20 cents. Ten and a half. Santiago Verhagen. L.A. at Cincy. Reds minus 145. Suarez and Descalfani. We got the red hot Mets. Meet the Mets. Minus 285. Yamamoto versus Wheeler. Eight and a half is your total. Oakland and Chicago Cubs, 45-cent favorites, 9.5. Anderson Lester, 8-10. Astros minus 220 versus Colorado. Hey, Greinke makes his debut versus Marquez. We got Atlanta and Minnesota, the Twins laying 60. Fulte versus Berrios, 10.5. Philly and Arizona, D-backs, minus 145, 9.5. Arietta versus League. Washington laying 20 cents at San Fran. Sanchez and Menez, 8.5. And the Dodgers and uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Dodgers minus 200, 8.5. Mikolas 
versus Clayton Kershaw, Seattle and San Diego. No pitchers listed yet. NHL Blues defenseman Joel Edmondson been awarded $3.1 million from an arbitrator today. Minnesota Wild talking to Don Waddell. And Wayne Rooney is going to leave D.C. United at the end of the year and come back to Derby County in England. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around, everybody. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We'll go through all the baseball board. And, man, let me tell you, it's a big one. So coming up next, Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two, let's roll. Game time decisions, but heat and rage, our radio, as uh, it is uh, baseball night uh, once again here this evening. Countdown to football Thursday night. We're going to have some football, uh, Cam, some preseason uh, football. Yep. Uh, Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills, one of the football Good games uh, on tap, yep. Uh, we've got uh, the Giants and the Jets, which is going to be uh, a spirited uh, game in which, uh, you know, you have the Jets, new uniforms, new coach, new attitude. You're going to be right uh, there, too. What's well, going to be wild there, buddy? That's going to be a good vibe, don't you think? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I take the good I take the good in the back, damn, like, uh, I'll pay premium, yeah, premium, yeah, yeah. premium. He gone. Him and Keith Richards are uh, not playing at the Meadowlands uh, book anymore. <laughs> oh, no, he they're gone. done. See, they're done. Yeah. Last night, they played again Thank last God, night. Eh? <laughs> These guys, they're, just, they're not dead. Now, you, you talk about me dying, doing an update. These guys are going to die on stage, but they just keep on rolling. They love money. Like, they just, either they love just playing or they love money or the combination of both. I'm I read a story. Very I read a story in a newspaper. It's like, uh, you know, the uh, celebrity sightings type thing about the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I guess Mick Jagger on Saturday night was at, like, some rooftop hotel bar with, like, uh, I guess he's got a supermodel girlfriend type thing and whatever. But, uh, yeah, the owner of the place said uh, it looked like the, he, was the, the, he looked uh, better than anyone in the place. He's, like, 76 wow. years old. The guy's bouncing around. Unbelievable. His girlfriend's 32. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, no, wow. yeah, Mick, Mick Jagger's girlfriend's 32. I don't know. I think those guys made a deal with the devil. Like, you know, you Keith Richards, like the fact that he's still alive. Do they got some kind of ointment or lotion or, uh, you know, powder? Uh, it's got to be something, man. I, I don't know what they're trying, but I think they're on the fringe market for things keeping them alive and looking good. You can't, I don't care how healthy you are, man. That can't happen. There's something going it's on the, there. I think it's the blood transfusions. That's uh, the for key. you know what yeah, for yeah, needs some blood. Good call. Yeah, Dude, fresh blood. He gets like, yeah, he gets blood of like uh, you know, fourteen-year-olds and stuff like that. He gets like pure blood transfusions. <laughs> huh. Out with all that, uh, all that like heroin-infused blood. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Get fresh blood. It, I can use some it, of that. You could use some fresh blood. <laughs> My blood's probably got like just pockets of cholesterol and sludge in there. I need. Hey, I need something new. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, the Red Cross doesn't want uh, my blood or your blood. <laughs> no, no, they, that'd be the best. We go like, to give them that. I'm doing your favor, like they. <laughs> but they turn us down. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like I, I you know, doing, I, doing them, doing them a favor by not donating blood. Yeah. All right, big man on campus uh, will step up and then we'll take a look at the Heisman Trophy odds. So some NFL, college, uh, football talk. Take a look at the baseball board as well here tonight. 
How about them Nets? Got the lead at two and a half. Big favorites. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Uh, breaking news here i see pretty crazy stuff uh it appears as if though they're okay but uh, the plane carrying uh the pink the band pink pink yeah. was not on the plane but the band was and the crew or pink's crew crash lands plane erupts in flames in denmark oh my god yeah yeah it doesn't and let's see it doesn't does not appear to be any serious uh, injuries and uh, oh yeah, there was another uh, mass shooting at a Walmart uh, this afternoon. Really? But uh, you know what's crazy? Actually, I said this last week before any of this happened. I should feel bad, but I told Joe Ranieri that like Walmart's are crazy. <laughs> I basically stated that like there's a high chance of getting shot at a Walmart, oh, and I was kind of you know being a little joking, but I was basically when I lived in Vegas, it was constant, man. Like, people go there, I don't know what it is, like, like people, like, people in Vegas, like, actually killed themselves in Walmart. Like, they would leave their home, drive to Walmart, and shoot themselves in the aisle of a Walmart. Or, like, they'd go in there and just start shooting people, or shoot someone in the parking lot, and, and lo and behold, again today, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, Walmart uh, shooting. Not, like, mass, mass shooting, but still, I mean, but, uh, yeah, man, Walmarts are a crazy-ass place. But uh, Pink is from Philadelphia, and uh, we're glad that Pink is okay. We'll get an update as far as the band, but big man on campus in Philadelphia. And Pink is a big Eagle fan, uh, actually. Like What's going man. on, big man? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Doing all right. Um, Hanging in there. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> we're hoping, uh, hoping to hit the board uh, here tonight. Kind of tricky. I'm looking forward to uh, to the start of football. And uh, you know what? We had um, today, uh, we had Phil Steele on. Pretty cool. Uh, Phil Steele is um, he's tough to get, man. Busy dude, Phil Steele. So we were talking football with Phil Steele, and we brought up some Heisman Trophy talk. And we didn't really have enough time to get into it, but uh, he blew our mind with his long shot, 200 to 1 uh, long shot. And let me get up the odds here. For Heisman, I tell you what, guys, college football, big man, starts in uh, two and a half weeks right now. Yeah, yeah, you have like I think 17 days or so till the uh, first game of the season. Look, I'm a I'm a big proponent of football earlier. In fact, I, I think the NFL should go a week earlier as well, and they may if they, they used to more games. But they used to. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that. It's exciting. It's close enough. We can smell it. The NFL used to be, I remember, Cam, even when I was a kid, the NFL used to be Labor Day. It was like that. It it was Labor Day. College football would start like the week, like late August like this. And then the following week, it it started. Now it's later than ever because they start on that Thursday night after. 
Uh, this year, it turns out, it's a little earlier. It's going to be on the 5th. Uh, but, you know, looking at the Heisman, a lot of times in the past, guys, the Heisman Trophy winner has been a freshman that nobody's talked about. They've come out of nowhere and and then gone on to win the Heisman. I think this year is going to be a little bit different just because of some of the players that we have here. Uh, Tua is the favorite at plus 250. Trevor Lawrence, plus 275. Uh, Justin Fields, 9-1. to Jalen Hurts, 10-1. to And, of course, big man, um, Oklahoma's won back-to-back Heismans. Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Do you think Jalen Hurts is in the mix to win the Heisman this year? Yeah, I've already bet him to win the Heisman. I, I think he's got many things to, to look forward to. Obviously, we know he's going to tear that conference up. They're not very good defensively. We all know that. Good group of weapons. And, again, I'm going to keep saying this. I think he's a little chip on his shoulder. Not that anyone else doesn't. But we were basically told by uh, Nick Saban in that group that, you know, he wasn't good enough to be the starting quarterback there. He's had a whole season kind of to kind of prepare for all this. I think he's a quarterback that's had a lot of success in a really great league. I mean, I think he's – I want to say he was 24-2 and two at Alabama. I mean, those, those numbers are unbelievable against SEC yeah. defenses every week. Uh, I think he has a big season. They're going to be relevant late in the season. Um, the fact that Justin Fields is higher than uh, Jalen Hurts is, is odd to me. But, uh, yeah, I'll gladly take Jalen Hurts at that number. Uh, I'm big on Oklahoma. I've said that on your show before. I think he's going to have plenty of big video game numbers there, of course. I don't understand Justin Fields being uh, ranked higher uh, these odds either, Cam. But Jalen Hurts is being disrespected. There's a lot of people that – Think, oh, no, he's not, not a great uh, thrower. Yeah, not a great thrower. The guy completed 72% of his passes in the SEC. It's going to be like playing against high school defenses in the Big 12 now for this kid. Um, he's a good yeah. leader. And by the, way, gets, big game. by the way, he gets Houston week one, one of the worst defenses in the country. Oh, he'll be able to put up some big numbers. You know, I'm gonna, I'll make a bold statement now, and I'm sure some people are going to laugh and think I'm crazy, but I think to a – you know, I'm not going to say to do a tanks this year, Cam and and big man, in, at the college level. I don't think Tua is this NFL savior. I, agree I think with you. that we we often like drool over like the new shiny object and oh, let's look at this kid and look at this, whatever, man. Marcus Mariota was doing the same thing. He went to the national championship too, right, with the Oregon Ducks. He's an average quarterback in the National Football League. Some would say below average. I'm not. I don't look at Tua as some NFL franchise saver, like, oh, we're tanking for Tua, type of deal. And I do like Jalen Hurts a lot, and I agree with Big Man Cam. I think Oklahoma are a playoff team uh, this yeah, year, yeah. and I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a big part of it. But Trevor Lawrence is by far the best quarterback. He's on the best team, and Trevor Lawrence to me is big value here at plus two seventy five, in which he's going to win. It's not like even an if. I think it's just it's a slam dunk. They throw the ball a lot. He, he's yep. a great quarterback. He's going to throw a million touchdown passes. I couldn't agree more, and this is the thing. On my book, Gabe, Lawrence and Tua have the same price at 250 I think Tua at that price is horrible. That's, uh, that's, there's no line value there whatsoever. I find it very interesting, too, that Adrian Martinez from Nebraska is 12-1. to 1. I li- He's going to put up numbers, but you look at Nebraska yeah. – what necessarily are they going to do? You want, with the Heisman Trophy, the potential to win the national championship. He's got the same number as Jalen Hurts at 12 to 1, just above DeAndre Swift of Georgia and Jonathan agree. Taylor of Wisconsin. 12 Nebraska to 1. Nebraska are going to be 6 and 16. 
They think it'll be hey, six, seven, I, and five, maybe. I or like something. Adrian Martinez, but to put him over all those guys to me is just throwing money away. You could take him and two it and burn your well, ticket. That's my that's my take. But what do you think, oh, Big Man? Also, we have to remember. Uh, an Alabama quarterback, I don't believe he's ever won the Heisman Trophy, uh, as far as I can remember. I mean, going back at least, I mean, I'd have to look real early. But and again, they weren't good until Saban really got there, in all intents and purposes. But I mean, that you have that going against you as well. I, I actually, Adrian Martinez, I, I I think he's gonna have a big year. That schedule, as I've talked about before, is really laughable. I mean, that that, that schedule again. If they don't win ten games, I think there's a problem. But I'll tell you a guy that I have my eye on, and he kind of let think me down last game. year. I think he let – well, oh, I mean, look at their schedule. It's pretty damn – pretty easy. But uh, let me just point out a guy, Gabe, and I know you guys know this guy, and I'm sure he let you down last year. He doesn't have uh, – you know, I think he's value. I think Khalil Tate, I, I think he, the, the, the talent is there for the kid. I mean, he's athletic as hell. We saw it, you know, the you know, two years ago. Last year he kind of – Almost was a quarterback that didn't make sense the way he played. He, he tried to throw the ball a ton, and he didn't allow himself to be the dual-threat quarterback we know he can be. Yeah, I think Kevin Sumlin and, and Noel Mazzoni are good coaches. I think they can get him going. He's going to put some numbers up out there. Uh, he's really deep, but as you guys have talked about, I, I don't know that I'd really go too deep just because I don't really know that you have much option. I mean, a receiver is not going to win. I'm not going to pick a running back either. It's Trevor Lawrence or Jalen Hurts to me. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is surely the most NFL-ready quarterback and the best quarterback in the country. I see some value. I see some value with the mid-range guys, Cam, sort of like the golf picks uh, here. If, and let's say, you know, if there's injuries, all right? Yeah, in that range, exactly. Jake Frost, Georgia, 14-1. to Georgia legitimately could win the national championship this year. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. NFL season is now upon us. You can become the eighth person to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Setting their lineups using DailyRoto.com's DF lineup optimizer. Become one of the countless number of people that have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto. If you're playing Daily Fantasy Sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head on over, check out the tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering. Or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You get lineup alerts, ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the Daily Roto Lineup Optimizer that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION, DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, thank you, uh, Cam. Cam Stewart. Uh, throw it down. I'm Renzi. We're at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, Meadowlands um, co- Sports Complex. Of course, Thursday night, the Jets and Giants uh, play here. Should be a spirited uh, preseason uh, game uh, for the first uh, preseason game of the year. Me and Cam will uh, run through the baseball games in a couple of minutes. Uh, but uh, I mentioned, so I was talking with Phil Steele uh, this morning, and he came out of real left field with some real, a real long shot uh, to win the Heisman. 
but as I was saying as we went to the break, um, Justin Herbert came back uh, for another year. I do think Oregon are going to beat uh, Auburn in that first game of the year. It's going to put the Ducks on the map. It's it's a big game for the Pac-12 to try to get some credibility and respectability back for the Pac-12. I'm not saying Herbert wins the Heisman, but I like that. You know, I li- yeah, I'd like to see some props. Does he get invited, Cam? Would be like top five type thing, <laughs> like in golf. Does he get invited to New York? Give me give me some odds on that because I think he will. And I don't want to be a homer here. And I remember last year you and I uh, both liked uh, him coming into the year, a uh, big man. But this year, it's, it's all or nothing for Michigan. And they should win the Big 12. Um, excuse me, the Big the Big 10. I think Oklahoma wins the Big 12. Um, I think uh, Georgia actually is going to get in this year instead of Alabama. I think Georgia will run through those odds. But Shea Patterson at 25-1. to 1, Pretty good numbers, actually. I think Patterson is going to have a big year this year. He's got a couple of great wide receivers, good offensive line. They don't really have a star running back, Michigan. The only thing that, you know, is Harbaugh going to handcuff this guy enough to make uh, make plays. Hopefully he doesn't. But 25 to 1, pretty big odds for Patterson, actually. Yeah, I was, I was actually hoping you would mention him. Um, yeah, one thing on Herbert, I, my only concern with him is he has. Seen, oh, Khalil Tate, uh, big man, 75 to 1. 75 to 1, big odds for Khalil Tate. Oh. I didn't realize it was that high. Yeah, that's what I see here. But. Sure. Yeah, what yeah, about that's Herbert? That's what I'm saying. I, I think he, yeah, I, I just worry about him. He seems to kind of fail in big games, I've noticed with him. I, I And again, I look no further than last year's bowl game. I mean, what was that performance? It was just, it just often just couldn't move. But I, look, I think this year, I, I think he should have came back. I thought it was a good idea. I like your opinion a lot on Patterson. The, again, though, you made the point, and, and this is the point to think about. Is the training wheels going to be pulled off the kid? Josh Gaddis must be in control of this offense. And according to blogs that I read out of Michigan and, you know, M Live and these different places, according to Gaddis, they're running on all cylinders offensive. They have a new up-tempo offense. You mentioned the receivers. They have a good offensive line. I believe also they'll be relevant late this season. Again, that's what you have to look at. The problem with Kool Tate is he'd have to be unbelievable. I remember a few years ago, Keenan Reynolds had like an unbelievable season for Navy, but they're Navy. Yep. Uh, and that was the real problem. They, they weren't relevant late in the season. And he didn't even get an invite. I don't know that Arizona is going to be relevant either late in the season. And that's where you have issues. Michigan will be. I love Patterson. I think he could be maybe next year, the best quarterback in the country. I, I think he's that good. Uh, you got to get the training wheels off this guy and let him play and run his offense. If they do that. He'll have big numbers. Um. Here's the, the odds to make the playoffs right now. FanDuel, Alabama, minus 235. Um, so Al- Alabama, minus 235 to make the playoffs. Clemson, minus 750. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Georgia, plus 130. Georgia, LSU, plus 950. And for the record, that was Phil Steele's uh, dark horse to win the Heisman. Joe Burrow at 200 to 1. Oh, I think it's pretty bold. That, yeah. That is bold. Yeah. Uh, when it, when you come me. to think of it, though, real real quick, when you when you think about that pick, and, and I think that's what makes Phil Steele kind of a, a different breed. LSU, if you read into what they're doing, they've completely changed their offense around. They hired a passing game coordinator from the New Orleans Saints. They put in this RPO offense. And if you listen to Burrow, Burrow was mentioned – 
from his infancy as a football player, he's running RPO offense. Uh, they're going to be a relevant team. I think they have some value maybe to get in. They're always elite defensively. We know they're only going to give up like 13 or 14 points a game or something wild like that. If Burrow can take that step forward, I'm 200 once high, but you're going to be relevant late in the season, unlike an Arizona or someone else. If he beats that's Texas in week pick. one. In fact, if yeah, he beats I mean, Texas that's, in that's, week one, you know, it gets them one. on, right? That's a big Saturday night yeah, game. Yeah, and what's his odds going to go to then? 60 to one? You know, it's, yeah. it's a good point LSU by LSU at Texas. LSU at Texas in week one. Oklahoma at plus 198 to make the playoffs. I think that's pretty good odds. I really, you know, I think really only Texas is is the, the, the hurdle in their way, and I think they'll handle their business against Texas. Oklahoma's was, plus 198. What was your line with Clemson, Gabe? Because I'm seeing, uh, what was it? Was you, I see minus 275. I got 275 here. To make the playoffs? Mr. Green, to make playoffs, yep. Minus 275, really? Alabama. Yeah, like we have to talk about this. Alabama, minus 250. Ohio State, plus 125. Georgia, plus 125. Oklahoma, plus 175. Michigan, plus 250. Florida, plus 350. Texas, plus 350. Notre Dame, plus 450. LSU, plus 450. Oregon Ducks, quack, 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 5-1. to one. Auburn, 5-1. to one. Washington, 5. Nebraska, 6. That's the board. Yeah, they, they have some different numbers here. Washington are plus, say, 50 here. Yeah. Can you believe Clemson, though? That's low. Just to make the playoffs, they're almost Minus 275? Yeah, that yeah, no one's beating uh, yeah, the CC. Exactly. Their win total is 11 and a half. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's their... Uh... Oh, look at this. They have I mean, who's going to beat them in the uh, ACC? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. I mean, I, I, nobody. I'm not really sure I've seen anyone there. Look, if you have big money, and you could put big money on something, and you're okay with parting with it for a few months... That's a pretty good one right there. That, that's, I mean, I'm not, I mean, unless Lawrence gets injured, and that, that's your only concern. But, I mean, if you're even banking if on injuries, did. I mean, then. Even, even if, if he, he did, 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 yeah. did yeah. Yep. they just yeah. be a new guy. Yeah, that's, uh, they just be a new guy. That's impressive. <laughs> sure. sure. Um, I'm seeing here sure. now, this is where, like, we can make a little money with this stuff is to win the divisions, all right, in college. Yeah. So, like, a good example is, like, Clemson's going to win the Atlantic division. But what about the Coastal? You have Miami at plus 200, Virginia plus 250, Virginia Tech plus 250, and then there's a drop-off. Are Virginia really that good this year? Because everybody, a lot of people think Virginia is going to win the Coastal division this year. And I'm not, I don't buy Miami, Florida. I'm not a believer in Manny Diaz. I'm not a believer in the Hurricanes. I, 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 don't, I don't buy it. I think Florida are going to beat them down in week one, too. Virginia Tech are flaky. I think Fuente's been a disappointment there. Virginia like seems Syracuse. to be big men. Syracuse. Yeah, but they're they're in the um, they're in the Atlantic. They're the one team so, that could beat Clemson. You heard it. They're the one team that could beat them. They, they're they, fourteen they to beat one. Them a year, two years ago. I'm telling you, yeah, they hang them, with them. That Tommy so, DeVito's a good player. They hang with them. They have. Uh, but I'm talking about the coastal division. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to think they knock them off, it's 14 to one, big man. Uh, 14 to one for for Syracuse. Um, you have like uh, same thing, Big Ten West winner, Wisconsin plus 230, Nebraska plus 350, Iowa plus 400. Minnesota's a trendy team this year, but I'll never believe Minnesota will ever do anything. Um, I, I can see Wisconsin too. getting it done there. Uh, Pac-12. Pac-12. Hey, Gabe, I got one for you. 
Cincinnati, six to one to win the American. Cincinnati, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twelve of them. I got seven to one. Interesting. They're uh, they're being um, they're Do being the underappreciated a bit as far as their win totals too. Like, what's their win total here? Yep. It's uh, seven and a half only, guys. Seven and a half. Yeah. That's disrespecting the Bearcats. I don't like that. But they won. They won like I'm eleven. What they won like? 10, 11? 11? They got a. They had a wicked defense. That defense too, man. They, is they, elite. Exactly. It is elite. I watched the two. Like they, they had that game versus UCF. So many bad things happened to them in that game. Like if something went wrong, it did go wrong. Like they, they are good. The, the, I'm with you, big man. I believe. And let me tell Cincinnati you something. That, that quarterback Desmond Ritter, he had a real good season last year. Luke Fickle's the man. And I said it on your show weeks ago. They are going to beat Ohio State in week two. Mark my words. Get on board now, baby. I like Temple. I like your Temple Owls over six and a half. I think Carrie's a good fit here. They're a very talented football team. It's minus 150, so it's shaded to the over here. Um, A college total, a few of them I like. I'm liking Illinois over three and a half, guys. I'm starting to buy in on this. I'm buying low on Lovey Smith. I'm going over to three and a half. I like that too, Gabe. They're going to win four games. Come on. Um, I think they can win more, maybe five. Um, yep. I'm with you. I long. like Baylor over seven a lot. I like the Baylor Bears over seven. And I really do like BYU under six and a half. Yet Phil Steele had a good point. He said it wouldn't, you know, he said BYU are a weird team, and it's true. He said one week BYU could beat anybody, and the next week they they lose against an average yeah. team. They could lose to UNLV, but they could beat. You know what I mean? They take like a big. Well, their uh, quarterback team. play has been horrific. Yeah, I don't, dude. There's you seen the schedule BYU? I just don't know where the wins come from. But big man on campus. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff they do. Thank you for joining us, big man on campus. Always fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, me and Cam will hit the baseball on the other side. We're seeing a couple of baseball props. Tough night tonight, man. We're going to lay juice. You got to sure is. Yeah. Run line net. That's going to be on our cover. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decisions. Red Heat Rage. Our radio continues. Fantasy Sports. Our radio network. Going down to FanDuel. Uh, Meadowlands. Uh, some baseball games uh, to break down. So let's uh, jump in uh, right now. Tricky uh, card. Wasn't a great night uh, for me last night. A little bit uh, frustrating. Um, so we'll, we've got to proceed with caution uh, here this evening. Milwaukee Brewers at the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, once again. Mr. Anderson. On the hill here tonight, minus 144, Cam, Milwaukee Brewers. And earlier when I was looking at the games here today, Brewers actually did catch my eye. Pirates are in a complete free fall uh, right now. Anderson's actually been pretty good as of late. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the I like the Milwaukee Brewers tonight too. Fifty cents. It's kind of like, you know, and Milwaukee understands this uh, NL Central. It's up for grabs, Gabe. It's not over. Lots of teams are surviving. They understand St. Louis is playing the Dodgers. You could make up some ground there. The Cubs are an inconsistent club. So these are games Milwaukee needs to win. I don't like to lay 50 cents, but who's our guy going for Pittsburgh? Bro? Yo, bro. Yeah, I don't know about bro tonight. I think I'm going to probably uh, lean to Mr. Anderson, 50 cents. Well, I'll tell you, Chase, Chase Anderson, guys, eight straight starts. He's given up two runs or less. <laughs> in, in, in all Real the good. eight starts. Yeah, he's been exactly. Uh, he's 1-0, and oh, three starts against Pittsburgh uh, this year. He's given up six runs, 15 innings uh, against them. And then you mentioned, uh, bro, um, bro's had some uh, some issues uh, as of late. But bro's not terrible, actually. Bro's not terrible, but just as a whole, Pittsburgh are just in a free fall right now. And uh, Milwaukee are playing for their playoff lives. I like, I like, the, uh, I like the brew crew here. Now, got the Yankees and the Orioles here. Holder. And uh, Wojciechowski uh, here tonight, uh, Cam. What are you doing with this one? I'm going to pass. I'm going to, you know what? Um, I'm actually going to make Baltimore play tonight. I'm going to look for that. That's uh, that's my game. Plus 164. Woj- yeah, if I'm going to take one huge dog tonight, it's Baltimore. I'm going to split it up, too. I'm going to take them plus one and a half, plus 125 at home, too. Wojciechowski's a decent pitcher. I don't trust Holder from the Yankees. Baltimore battled the Yankees until late in that game last night. It was uh, really interesting. Jonathan VR hit for the cycle for Baltimore. Yeah. No one even cares. But uh, you know what? The bottom line is Baltimore, has, as I said before, they're, they're, they're scoring runs. They're playing better. And when the Yankees throw up a guy like Holder, this could be the spot for Baltimore. I like Wojciechowski strikeout potential. I think it's just worth a look. Like I like a lot of favorites tonight, Gabe, and that's the thing. You, you try to make a case for a dog. I think Baltimore, as a, as a huge dog, is probably the best one on the board. Well, uh, a favorite that I'm going to make a case for is the team that I've been beating the drum for on a daily basis, the New York Mets. They're minus 270 tonight. Wheeler on the hill this evening. Um, the Mets have a next man up mentality right now. No pitcher wants to let the last guy down, and they want to match what the previous guy did. Great atmosphere down at the park uh, right now. I think they win again tonight. I like them on the run line, and I also like them in a parlay. I played a parlay last night. I think it hits again tonight, Cam. The same parlay. Yeah. And I hate Robin. I hate robbing the same bank two days in a row, bro. But Boston Red Sox, New York Mets win again tonight, Cam. You know what? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you 100%. I like cash. Plus 106, buddy. Is that what it is? You know what? Because I was the thing. Yeah. I was going to put the Yankees. I, I thought about it. I go, do you put the Yankees in this parlay? I'm like, no, because I, I don't mind Wojciechowski in Baltimore. They've been playing better. Uh, as for as for Noisy, we don't even know about this guy. I told you, like a cast-off from the Mariners organization years ago. Like, I didn't even know he was still in Major League Baseball. Wheeler's hot. I love the Mets. I'm going to take the Mets minus one and a half, too. You know what I really hate? I hate flip-flopping, dude. I hate being on one side of, again, a series and yeah, then chasing on the other side. And last night I got cocky. I never win when I take this stupid stuff at plus 144. The Cubs always screw me. I think Lester wins tonight, though. Ain't the Cubs so getting done I. at minus one? So four. do I. Like, I, I want to take Oakland. You can. Anderson's okay. Lester's been decent. The Cubs are a better team at home. It's just one of those things. It seems like a short price. I don't know. I'm going to pass. I don't I don't like that game at all. I think Oakland's going to win it. I know. That line just looks like people are going to smash the Cubs, and it kind of, 
That's got like beware. I'm looking at that game. It's just saying stay away from this game, which I will. All right. There's a couple of strikeout props uh, that I like here tonight. Let me get them for you. Uh, Barrios against the, the Braves. Yep. Barrios, Barrios strikeouts at? tonight. It's it's a fair Seven number. And a five and a five and a half. Five and a half. Oh yeah. Give yeah, me, give yeah, me Barrios yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like I like the Twins too. I was on the Braves last night. The game was tied. Big home run for Minnesota. Fulton Evitz is also coming off the DL. That's usually a recipe for disaster um, against a hard-hitting team like the Twins. Uh, I'll take a shot with uh, Minnesota. Fifty cents. It's going to make the card. You know I like your prop too. Over. You know what surprised me too, and I'll get you the numbers here. But uh, Zach Greinke strikeouts tonight. He makes his debut tonight. So you know he's going to be all fired up, obviously, yep. uh, for Houston. So, Zach Greinke, the prop is five and a half, Cam, again. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you yeah, something. I like his strikeouts over prop. I don't know about this game. I think Sanchez has the right mentality to come to Houston. It was kind of like under the radar. People expect big things from Greinke tonight. Marquez is Colorado's best pitcher. I'm just not going to throw Houston in this parlay. There's something uh, there's something going on there, Gabe. But I like your strikeout, Greg. I think Greg it went up to minus 233. People hammered. I should have played this earlier in the day. Well, look, it's five and a half. And his last start, seven, five, nine, six, nine. Yeah. So four and one in the last five over this number. People jumped on it, though. I, it, dude, it was like minus 140 earlier in the day. It's just it's out of control uh, right now. I don't want to play that. So I got that parlay, the Mets and the Red Sox. But you mentioned somebody's favorites, too. And I think somebody's favorites get it done here tonight. What do you think uh, L.A. Dodgers here? Clayton Kershaw going. Yeah, I like the Dodgers. Minus 200. The fact yeah. that they blew them out yesterday. I, I don't know. I could be honest with you, Gabe. Like, I'm scared. Like, I look at the baseball ah, board right now. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those things like, you, you like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have confidence with some of these no, favorites. I feel like they we need to so be good, but tonight. Yes, I feel like tonight's uh, tonight. You got to mix it up. See what Big I Card Julio says. Yeah, I, I agree. We Let's better get Big on. Card Julio on now. We've only got 10 minutes left on the show. And. You know, <laughs> I saw Big Card Julio on the chat earlier say he's already played 13 bets today, earlier in the day, 13 soccer bets. Oh, amazing. What's up, Julio? Uh, I also played the White Sox this afternoon as well. No way in hell the, the Detroit Tigers should ever be favored in a baseball game the rest of the season. So I smashed the money line and the reverse run line. Uh, so that helped for a, a nice eight and five day. Good nice. stuff. Good stuff, Julio. Yet. So many yeah, games, man. That juice, that juice, that juice will kill you, Julio. So, listen, we've we've already tried to intervene. You know, you're hooked. It's all small you. plays. It's, 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 it's nothing large. Nothing large here. Uh, quickly, for those who are interested in uh, Champions League tomorrow, interesting matchup with a lot of good value. FC Porto against Russian side the Krasendor. Uh, inter- again, great prices. Porto at plus 155. The draws at plus 230. Uh, Krasenborg is at plus 180. It's Porto's first match of the season, which is fascinating. Uh, they made it to the knockout stages of the Champions League last year. It's a tricky match because no teams like to travel to Russia. Very difficult travel schedule to go to Russia. Porto, awful in their friendlies. They only scored two goals in their last two friendlies against Fulham and Monaco. Both were awful sides last year. Krosendor, strong showing in the Europa League last year. They made it to the round of 16. They lost to La Liga uh, Valencia. Already four matches in the Russian Premier League. They're 2-2-0. Two wins, two draws, no defeats. 
They drew to Russian giant Zenit St. Petersburg on Saturday. It was a very good defensive matchup. Porto needs an away goal, but and they also need to lead, uh, limit Crozendor's chances. I'm going to take draw at plus 230 tomorrow, and uh, I'll even take the under two and a half goals in that matchup. Basel, FC Basel at minus 165, and then over two goals in Celtic, FC Cluj. I'm even going to take Cluj at plus 205. It's in Romania. Big matchup for Cluj. If they make it to the Champions League, that's triple the, what the club's worth. So be interesting. interesting matchup tomorrow. Eight games okay. on my baseball schedule tonight. Oh. Brewers minus 146. All right, Julio, Julio, Julio. Yankees we got to get to our – Julio, Julio, Julio. We got to get to our picks too. So, yeah, like uh, a okay. yeah, blast through the baseball here. <laughs> Yankees minus 140 on the run line. First five under six. Twins, Braves, Tribe run line, White Sox money line, and the reverse run line. Dodgers run line, and that's it. Take care, guys. Have a good All one, right, Julio. Big card, Julio. Big card, Julio. I was only kidding earlier when he came out, Cam, but I'm like, holy crap, we're going to be out of time. 14? This guy sounds like 21. I hope uh, Celtic gets their ass kicked, too. Go Bruges. So he's taking the, uh, the draw <laughs> in the FC uh, Porto game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Big card, Julio. Man, this guy's playing 30, 40, 40 bets game uh, likes, a day. He likes, he, he likes a big slate, Marenzi. Big, big card. Yeah, hey, he lives up he lives to the up, name. He lives up to, yeah, he lives up to his reputation. <laughs> um, so, uh, Toronto Blue Jays, man, these guys are hot. We've been taking them. Uh, we should be taking them on a daily basis. They got it done again last night. But I'll tell you what, yeah. Cam, this might be the play actually in a parlay. Kittridge has really shut the Jays down this year. I, I think Kittridge could you. be the play here. Listen. I should have listened. You you had a feeling about that game. I didn't bet the game yesterday, but I should have bet the Blue Jays, and you were very confident they might be a good dog. Tonight, not so much. I think Tampa Bay at minus 210 with Kittredge. You're right. He's one of those guys who will keep him off balance. I have Tampa Bay in a, in a parlay with Boston to plus 122. I'm not going to dick around with minus 200. I'm going to take uh, two teams in the AL East, Boston and Tampa Bay, parlayed to plus 122, and Boston with your New York Mets parlayed to plus 105. Is that what uh, the Rays and the Mets are, plus 105? Uh, I didn't do Rays and Mets. I did Boston and Mets as plus 105. I'll do, if you want to do Rays and Mets, no, I'll do that too. That's a true round robin. Hold on. So Mets and Rays are, oh my God. Okay, sorry. That's, uh, I think there's an extra game in there. Oh yeah, that's what I did with the Red Sox. You want, uh, you want Rays and Mets? Rays and Mets is plus 101. I'm in. I'm looking now. Rays, Mets, and Red Sox is plus 206. I think we should do that, too. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, one of I these nights we're going to hit one of these, Cam. Oh, we did. No, I hit one. I, I On the weekend, I hit one at plus 460. I just did four of them. It was, like, small favorite and, like, uh, three big favorites that came in. They'll come in, Gabe. We just got to pick our spots. Like, I don't know who the parlay buster is going to be tonight, but when I'm looking at these big lines, to me, I think it's Baltimore. I think Baltimore has a chance to beat the Yankees tonight. That's... You know, it's a leap of faith, totally, but plus 180 now. Gone up with uh, with the Wojciechowski, who's pitched pretty good. So I'm, that's going to be my shot. All the other favorites, I think, probably will get it done tonight. I'm going to take, uh, so give me the Mets minus one and a half runs, minus 132. I'm going to play the parlay with the Mets. Mets, Red Sox, Rays, plus 206. Like it. The Milwaukee Brewers to win the game, minus 144. Chicago Cubs to win minus 140, 
and uh, Barrios over five and a half strikeouts. So give me the Mets yeah. minus a run and a half. Mets to win, parlayed with the Red Sox and Rays at plus 206. Milwaukee Brewers to beat the Pirates at minus 144. Cubs with Lester on the hill here tonight. And then uh, props, Barrios over five and a half strikeouts. What do you got, Cam? I got a three-game uh, round-robin parlay with Boston, Tampa Bay, and the Mets. So Tampa Bay and the Mets to plus 101. Boston with the Mets to plus 105. Boston and Tampa Bay to plus 122. Gabe's parlay. Tampa Bay, Mets, Boston plus 206 parlay. Mets minus one and a half. Baltimore plus 175. Split with plus one and a half, plus 125. Arizona money line. Milwaukee money line. Twins money line. May the winner be ours. Let's get it, Cam. I'll see you in an hour. In-game live, right here live for the FanDuel Sportsbook, 8 o'clock Eastern. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. you missed on Game Time Decisions. Just talking about Antonio Brown, who's been absent uh, from practice uh, with the Raiders. And um, there's uh, a lot of questions as to what's uh, going on with his foot and his feet. And we were just saying, um, some people think there's a rumor, actually, that, you know, he went in one of those uh, chamber things, cryptotherapy uh, chambers, and he didn't wear the proper uh, footwear. And it uh, messed his, uh, it burnt uh, it burnt his feet. And um, as we were saying, I think this is just the start of one weird story after another with Antonio Brown. Just wait till the season starts. And, you know, it's amazing how some of these things are so predictable in a similar fashion to the Cleveland Browns' demise and meltdown in which they haven't played a game yet and Freddie Kitchens is already losing it and threatening to fire people. I know. I brought information. This yeah, I brought this up during the minicamp. It was like the minicamp or the minicamp type thing. It was a couple of days after the draft. And he was very combative with the media. He was defensive. He was combative. And if you remember I said at the time, I was like, bro, you're going to make your life pretty difficult if, if that's how you want to operate. And he seems to just, you know, you know he, act, he acts like Bruce Arians. You know, like he sort of confronts, you know, he confronts them. He challenges the media. He's very, you know, like he's like he's done something before. Yeah, he wants to pick like, a fight bro, with them. Just let yeah, them like, do their thing. You've never been a coach before. You're a nobody. The only reason you're the coach is because Baker Mayfield likes you. Yet you're just in full jerk mode all the time with everybody now. And now he's freaking out and he's threatening, you know, they'll fire or they'll cut anybody that anonymously speaks uh, to the media. And I'm thinking that old coach Fred doesn't seem to understand what anonymous means, Cam, because <laughs> anonymous leaks are anonymous. So I don't really see how you're going to be cutting or firing people. Yeah, excellent point. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, Get to get the guy to rat you out, whoever said what it is. You said it, man. This is a new coach situation. This is a team that's already, you know, it, it, with the books favored over Pittsburgh. They already think they're, you know what I mean, that they're going to be so much better. And I, I'm with you, Gabe. I really don't like uh, the way Kitchens has handled himself at all. He's very combative. He's picking fights with people. On the other hand, 
you know, when you talked about Cliff Kingsbury, and I don't agree with some of the other things, though, but he's been very chill. And I think that's the way you have to approach the modern-day athlete. This old-school type of stuff where you're just, you know, picking fights with people, it doesn't really work. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.